The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and place my finger in the mark of the nails, and place my hand in his side, I will not believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Let us pray. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Welcome to Christ the Redeemer, where every Sunday we come here to gather and to worship to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Every first Sunday of the month, we like to begin the sermon time with a children's message. So if you consider yourself young at heart, I would invite you to come forward a little closer. No kicking. You already know what it is? Well, we'll just have to wait till we get there, huh? Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you are here worshiping. I'm, I know you're glad to be here too, right? Yeah. Well, as per usual, I'd like to start with a question. So the first question would be, how many of y'all have traveled outside of Texas? Oh, how, how big? Where, where, where have y'all been? One day, Gwen. It'll, it'll happen. So you've been to Oklahoma, New York? Where have you been? Florida? Florida? Wow. Disney World? Yes, yeah. You've been to England. That's out of the United States. You've been in a whole different country. Wow. You've been to the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, um, I have a video to show you, and, I, and the video is not from Texas, and it's not from the United States. Not, it's not from England. It's not from London, uh, but it's from somewhere else. Uh, I think we have that video. 
They're singing and they're kind of dancing a little bit, right? What you, you want to dance around? No one's stopping you. What do you think they're singing and dancing about? Yeah, just some instant answer. They're, they're dancing and singing about Jesus. You sat Maggie at your house? Maggie's a dog? No? Person? Person, okay. Well, those people, they were singing and dancing about the love and the joy and the peace that God gives them. And here's what's really cool. Their God is our God because we pray to God, our Father. So those people are our brothers and sisters. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Our faith is personal, but it's never private. Can you repeat that after me? Say, Faith is personal, but it's never private. What do you think I mean by that? Faith is personal because it's about a person. It is about the person of Jesus Christ. It's about the life, the death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So here's time for the map. Can y'all tell me where Jesus is from? Any idea? You know what the town's called? What's it called? Bethlehem? Yeah. And Jesus died, right? Know where he died? Jerusalem. Yeah. And that's where his resurrection was, too. So where do we think that is? Where is Bethlehem and Jerusalem and all that stuff? Right around here, right? And where are we? Yeah, United States. We're down here in Texas, right? Do you do you know where that, that video was from? Somewhere in Africa? Yeah, it's country of Malawi. Those are kind of the people that we pray for every Sunday. Malawi is right here. We'll sit right there. So Jesus from here and Malawi and the United States and all over here, the, the good news of the personal faith of Jesus Christ has traveled a long time, hasn't a long place. Oh, that's okay. We'll put it back. I think it was in Kenya, right? Yes. Nairobi. So the, the message of Jesus has traveled all over, right? Do you all know what the mission of Jesus is? Why did Jesus come to earth? What do you think? To save us from our sins. So we can go to God. Jesus came to bring people to God. Can you repeat that after me? Say, Jesus came to bring people 
true God. That was the whole point of his life, his death and resurrection. And you know what? Jesus wants our help in that mission. It's pretty cool that Jesus wants our help, right? Do you know how you can help in the mission of Jesus? Yes, you can bring people to God. You can tell them about how God loves them. You can tell them that Jesus loves them and wants them to live forever. So we know a few things, right? Well, let me put it this way. True or false, God loves you. True. True or false, God wants you to live with him forever. True. So we know that. What about this? God loves the people at your school and your classmates and your teammates and your teachers and your parents. Yeah, even your parents. God loves everybody, and his mission is for everybody to come to God. That's why we say our faith is personal, but never private. Let's see if we can say that again. Faith is personal, but never private. Very good. Thank you for coming up. Faith is personal, but never private. I, I don't remember where I first heard that, but I love it. Because not only does it make perfect sense, but because it's absolutely true. The Christian faith is personal. It's about the three personal God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Christian faith is the most tangible, as it is about the person of Jesus Christ. The God made man who came to earth in a very visible and tangible way. And the mission of Jesus was and is that he will bring all people to God the Father. That was the whole point of his life and his death and his resurrection, that all people would come to God, that all people would have everlasting life, full, never-ending life, without pain, without suffering, but completely joyful and perfectly perfect. The Christian faith is personal because it is only the person of Jesus Christ who can give this. But the Christian faith is never private. Our gospel story this morning shows that. From the gospel according to St. John, we read about the days and the week after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Basically, on the Sunday after Jesus was crucified, he appears to his chosen apostles, to his closest friends. And he doesn't appear as a ghost or a spirit or as a memory, but he appears as the resurrected Jesus in bodily form. Jesus comes among them, and after he gives them peace, he gives them their mission. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. One of the apostles, Thomas, he, he wasn't there, and he refused to believe these ten men that he had known for three years, did not believe that the ten men who were telling him that Jesus has risen from the dead. Thomas says, unless I'm able to touch him, to grasp him, to tangibly feel this supposed resurrected Jesus, I will not believe. In some degree, we actually have to respect the honesty of Thomas. He sounds like he would fit in in our own day. Unless I can touch it, unless I can taste it, it isn't real. But the, re the resurrection of Jesus is reality 
So Jesus appears to the apostles again. This time, Thomas is present. Thomas is with them. Jesus comes among them, and after he gives them the peace, he says to Thomas, put your finger here. Put your hand into my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. And if we can respect the honesty of Thomas, surely we can respect the response of Thomas. He says to Jesus, my Lord and my God. Jesus, my Lord, you are my master, and I will not be mastered by anything else. Jesus, my God, my highest good, I will not put anything over or before you. That's a personal faith. And it certainly isn't private. Look at the story. Jesus comes in among at least 11 apostles, right? And he singles out Thomas in a personal way. But you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't say, okay, everybody out of the room, I need to have a private moment with Thomas that no one else can can witness or be a part of. No, that doesn't happen because faith is not a private thing. And thanks be to God that the apostles knew that. Thanks be to God the apostles knew that their mission and the mission of Jesus is the same, to bring people to God. Isn't that the story of the Acts of the Apostles? That in the decades after the resurrection, the apostles, in the power of the person of the Holy Spirit, they make the personal faith a public affair. They continue the mission of Jesus of bringing people to God. This is the mission of the church, that through our witness, through our witness of Jesus Christ, all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection. If you'd like to see how that mission is going, if how the good news of a resurrected Jesus has spread throughout the world across time, if you'd like to visibly see a tangible faith, it just so happens that I have a short video. This brief clip shows the movement of a couple different empires or religions in world history, Christianity being just one of them. This is the mission of the church in the past 2,000 years.
Theophilus did. It's pretty amazing that one man, one person, with 12 apostles and maybe a couple hundred followers could do this in world history. You know, currently there are about 2.1 billion Christians in the world, which is just shy of one-third of the total world population. But before we, we pat ourselves on the back for, for this video or for the current statistics, I'd like to give a hypothetical scenario. As we've been discussing, our faith is personal, but it's never private. So let's say one person has an encounter with the resurrected person of Jesus Christ. And because that faith is not private, after one whole year, this one person has converted one more person to the Christian faith. So there are now two people. Let's say that these two Christians, after one year, each convert one more person. So now there are four Christians. During the next year, these four Christians each convert one more person. So after three years, there are eight Christians. Let's say that this, this sharing, this personal but public faith continues for 30 years. Every year, for 30 years, each Christ, Christian, by their witness of Jesus Christ, is able to bring one more person into the family of God. At the end of 30 years, do you know what, what number that would be? One billion, seventy-three million, seven hundred and forty-one thousand, eight hundred and twenty-four. One billion, seventy-three million, seven hundred and forty-one thousand, eight hundred and twenty-four. Thirty years. My brothers and sisters, this isn't a numbers game. It's not about numbers, but it is about souls. It is about people. It's about people who are created in the image of God, who are made for communion with God, but are separated from God. The mission of the church is to bring people to God. In 30 years, the family of God could have over a billion more souls. I'm 30 years old. For some of you, maybe that seems like a really long time, but others, you know that's not that great stretch of, of a timeline. So are we ready and willing to continue the mission of Jesus Christ? Are we ready and willing to love people so deeply that we actually want them to share with us an everlasting life? In one year, can we bring one person into the family of God? That is our mission, because that is the mission of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. May he give you the desire and the courage, the patience, and the love to be a fruitful witness to him. Let's pray. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.